right. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Moral of the Story. Today I'm joined by Kyle Ruff as a kind of a co-host kind of deal. Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> okay. <laughs> took me a little too literal on that one. And then uh, I'm also joined by the wonderful Belmontes. Say hi, guys. It's the name of their movie. Hola. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good now that we're in Steamboat. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're not. F- your mic is just dipping, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you got a very flaccid mic. I got a softy there all of a sudden. <laughs> Reed and Andy Belmonte, to be specific. Yes, Reed and Andy. Um, Other known as Randy. Randy Belmonte. Yes, Randy Belmonte. Or Reed that. and the Durs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, whatever you want. What do you like to go with? What's your favorite nickname? Captain Bojangles. People have asked me if I've had like a, a shorter version of my name or a nickname before, and I'm just like, my name's Reed. Like, what else could have been? Reedles? Like, I don't really right. know what else it could have been. Reedalicious. Oh, there we are. That just sounds sexy. Mm. Andy makes me sound sexy all the time. That sounds like like someone trying to have a tagline for a book fair. <laughs> 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 like trying to see, sound cool with the kids. The springtime read delicious, baby. <laughs> it's read delicious, and they're like, "We're not gonna do that. We're gonna do drugs instead." Yeah. <laughs> Scholastic uh, book fair needs to definitely take notes from us. Obviously. I mean, they're regular listeners. Oh, fuck, I hope not. <laughs> if so, though, please uh, hook it up with some. Some like those curly pens or whatever, the ones that are crazy shapes. Big fan. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> so uh, let's give a little history, I guess. We all, all four of us, I met you guys at least in Glacier, mm-hmm. Montana, which I know we've talked about before, whether it's on this podcast or Steamboat Comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Kyle and Reed and Andy, you guys met in college. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle and I met our first year in college. That would be 2007, and um, we played rugby together. It's a long and time then, ago. And then, uh, yeah, I met Andy in the following spring, obviously. But um, yeah, we slam piece for a while. <laughs> <laughs> she said it, not me. I um, can confirm that. <laughs> one of those relationships that exists between you know 11 p.m. and 3 a.m. for three years. You know, it's normal. Um, Remind me to not let my grandma listen to this. (laughs) (laughs) Three years. What's a slam piece? (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, we uh, we all went to college together, and then um, uh, Andy's actually the one that convinced me to go out to Glacier with her in 2013. And then um, after a year doing that, I was like, "Holy shit, is this the life? (laughs) This is awesome!" So I had to get Kyle on board with it. Yep. Lo and behold. your older brother Jesse yep. brought you out the next year, so yeah, that's where it all really took off. Yeah, that's where the fire started for sure. How did Andy? How did you end up hearing about Glacier? Uh, well, my best friend and I hit pretty rock bottom in college, <laughs> and we were just blowing our money in the bars every night and stuff. So we we're like, Man, naturally, we should probably change the shit up. So we got really drunk one night, obviously, and uh just kind of like closed our eyes and like pointed our finger down and landed on the map and it landed on Montana. And so we're like, what in the fuck is in Montana other than cowboys and Indians or something? (laughs) Like, I don't know. Homeward bound. Was that where that happened? Brad Pitt fly fishing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Obviously. I think he's on the flag, isn't he? (laughs) (laughs) No wonder they call it the treasure state. (laughs) (laughs) What a treasure. But um, yeah, we looked up jobs on Coolworks. 
Oh, yeah. And found Glacier. And I was actually going to go to Alaska by myself. And then Glacier called me. Damn. And then I told Reed I was going to Glacier, and he wouldn't be able to hit that anymore. So <laughs> yeah, that boy he was heading head west. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where do I go to get laid? I'll be there. <laughs> I'm packing my bags as we speak. <laughs> We're going to, like, New Mexico or something? Okay. He's like, yeah, Bangladesh, cool, I'll be Whatever. there. Whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, lo and behold, holy shit. Good times. Great times. Um, so much that it consumed... Uh, seven years of our lives. Um, we fell in love with it so much that it's a fucking seven summers later. It was like Almost this was it until we got laid off during eight. Oh, we'll get <laughs> we'll get to eight? that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, Hence the story. Yeah, I mean, shit. Now we're here in Steamboat, which I think is kind of funny. We've all kind of been here for off and on for I guess six years. Yeah, six? yeah about mm-hmm. since yeah. our first season, at least you and I's first season in Glacier. Yeah, in twenty fourteen. Our first winter here. And actually, I think, I think the first season in Steamboat was a little special. It's when you guys got married. <laughs> oh yeah. True. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget. So we were we were at McKnight's, which I guess yeah no it's it does still exist even though it sucks because they got rid of the pool table. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a yoga studio yeah, a yoga on the studio top floor now. Why in the actual fuck would I, they do that? I I it's been it's been like that for a couple of years. It's actually right? dog yoga because it's Steamboat. <laughs> All right. Hot dog yoga. <laughs> yes. Essential oils dog yoga. Yoga means dog yoga. So uh but we we were out there and I go out front. Our buddy Patrick was was uh hanging out. Shout out to Patrick. Shout out to the great Patrick O'Sullivan. So and uh I go outside with you guys, you guys were smoking a cigarette and you were like, Come here, I gotta tell you something. I was like, Okay. And you were like, Hey, like we got a big big thing big announcement we want to let you in on and i was like oh my god are you guys fucking <laughs> pregnant you <laughs> that's the first thing he said i was like you fucking morons <laughs> like, wrap it up but then you're like no we're gonna get married and i was like oh right on like whatever <laughs> cool well you guys for like the whole time i know you before that you're like the institution of marriage is stupid it is. we're never gonna do it, it kind there's of no is. point yeah, and it's then, very fairy tale. It really is. Like, why don't we join our families to create a noble house? Yes. You know, it's just well, join our houses. Let me call your dad and make sure this is okay. Like, what? I, w- I yeah. would say that marriage was good for taxes until we yeah. accidentally owed like two thousand dollars one time, and I was like, why did we get married? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess it's your fault, right? I want a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's a that's a there's a Doug Stanhope bit about that and it's fucking great and he's like he's like why like what's the point of marriage like the idea is like man like this relationship we got baby it's so good it's so great let's get the government yeah <laughs> right <laughs> let's I don't trust you this much so let's get into writing yeah. so I can take fifty percent of who you yeah. are in case this doesn't work out. I want like, a what? bunch of strange men with guns to make this official. No, fuck that. You we guys are we woke up we woke up hungover <laughs> and um went to the courthouse with ten of our best friends at the time. Yeah. And it took thirty minutes, uh sixty five dollars and uh everybody, including Kyle and Jared, uh signed the marriage license and were fuck witnesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I Ryan mean, Hinkle pretended to be my father and he was wearing a kilt. That was really <laughs> funny. I am not sure. It's more if he believable remembers. than your actual dad, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so so Steamboat's real special. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It's um, place. yeah, it's it started with that. Well, so I think that's a good uh, good lead in here. What 
What is the story you guys are bringing to the table today? Well, that was actually a pretty good setup um, because for those of you who don't know, uh, my wife You're and I are pregnant. It's me who's pregnant, though. Yeah. <laughs> Reed's pregnant. I'm Reed pregnant. is definitely pregnant. You ever see that, <laughs> that movie, Junior? Well, he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Andy's Andy DeVito? Yeah. <laughs> Andy DeVito. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Andy and I work seasonally, and um, for the past seven years, we've worked every summer in Glacier National Park in St. Mary, and uh, every winter, most winters at least, we've been in Steamboat. And every year we switch off and do this, and... Um, just a disclaimer ahead of time. I know that a lot of people, everyone on earth right now is having their own personal trifles when it comes to COVID-19 oh, yeah. and how their lives have changed for the worse and they really have to adapt to the times. But it's a, bit weird. a lot it's, of people oh, yeah. really, I think, don't understand people in our position right now who rely on the tourist industry and work yeah. seasonally. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, it's just become a shit show for people like us. And we were just going to kind of go into what our lives have been like the past five months. Because keep in mind, everybody may be unemployed right now, or a lot of people are unemployed. Yes. But a lot of people, you know, it's one th it's another thing to be unemployed and homeless. Oh, yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, a lot of, like you said, a lot of people don't realize what seasonal workers are going through right now. I think we're kind of lucky um, in the fact that we've, Kyle and I have just stayed here mm -hmm. pretty much for, what, two years now? Yeah, yeah. And this is our second summer going year round. Yeah, and I, that's uh, you've turned a seasonal place year round. Yes, exactly. Right. So we're, yeah, we different. are lucky because we do have a home to chill in, but a lot of other seasonal workers don't have that. No, no. And there's a lot of people even like here who don't really have it, or like who normally are here at least part time or full time, and now no one really knows what the winter's gonna look like. Yeah, it's no. kind of bizarre. We don't know if the mountain's gonna open. Nope. Who knows? I already got an email saying, like, we probably don't have a job for you really? this winter. Damn. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, nevertheless, um, so there's quite a wrench that's been thrown into our lives. Um, for starters, we left Steamboat to go back to Montana at the beginning of March. Now, we we're already kind of hitting the ground running with this <laughs> yeah. because yeah. we had in a three week period, basically, basically three to four weeks before we left, we had to find a subleaser for our apartment. We had to sell our car, buy a truck in Michigan, get flights to go home and plan a lot of shit before we left. So we did a bunch of shit down to the wire to the point where we got everything else in line except selling the Taurus. <laughs> we, had, sweet, sweet we had this piece of shit Ford Taurus, and in a town like this, we're like, "Oh, we'll turn and burn this for like you know fifteen hundred or two grand or whatever." And in the time that it takes us to get rid of this, but apparently nobody's buying cards during a pandemic. They were all so, buying toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So so yeah, Bunch down of old people running to the car dealership, picking up cars and running out all at once. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I got an O three Taurus on the horizon. I'm yeah. Stock it up. Stock it up now. <laughs> uh but yeah so we really hit the ground running with leaving and we sold the ford taurus the morning that we were leaving to go to denver oh, to fly out of colorado yeah, like 30 minutes before yeah, we yeah that's right we finally sold that. it and our buddy derek was going to drive us to the airport he came 20 minutes later so we finally got to denver and we finally are getting to the airport and we're flying back to michigan uh to go get our truck and visit family 
before we go out for another season. Uh, keep mm-hmm. in mind, it, the in-between time between uh, uh, seasonal work is, you know, I'm going to visit family, I'm going to go travel in another country, or I'm going to go do, have a spirit quest in Utah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like <laughs> this mini quest. vacation for seasonal workers. So we're finally like relaxed and we're on the plane. We put back a couple drinks for a three, three and a half hour flight, you know, when (laughs) drinks were a thing on a plane. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. That was just snakes. Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. And we're landing in Detroit and we're finally coming to the tarmac. Everyone's getting service on their phones again. And we heard this guy's phone behind us beep and keep in mind he's like four buffalo traces deep yeah. <laughs> this yeah, whole buddy. trip he's he was like hilariously drunk the whole <laughs> fucking time yeah <laughs> like- and we land in detroit and he we hear a ding on his phone he goes oh snap tom hanks got covid in australia <laughs> and we're like what he goes oh you know they're gonna get that shit on lockdown now son because they got tom hanks up in there oh no next thing you know hockey's gonna be taken away from canadians and they'll definitely find a cure you know and we we're joking yeah, about we were joking it and then we about it yeah and then Mo- it was like the nhl's canceled yeah no more hockey town motherfuckers and like, we get yeah. into the airport and it finally hits us it's like post-apocalyptic everyone's wearing masks like holy shit this is really weird Weird. And that we proceeded to just go through Michigan and visit friends and family um, while COVID was just getting worse and worse and worse, especially in a hard hit state like Michigan. Yeah. So we're finally at the last stretch of Michigan. We're hanging out at my parents' place up in the Upper Peninsula. And we literally, the night before we were about to leave to go to Montana for our jobs, we got a phone call saying that we've been laid off until further notice Jesus. because they don't know if they're going to open or not. And in yep. between that, we had to come back down to Steamboat to pick yep. up all of our stuff in order to go to Montana, which was what we were about to do. Yeah. Like and I, I remember you guys calling. Yeah. And that was, like, right when uh, they, like, shut the highways down in Steamboat. And if you wanted to come into Steamboat, you yeah. had to prove your residency. Mm-hmm. And we just literally signed off finally on our lease to the subleaser. So we couldn't even prove our residency yeah. had we gotten here. Like, so we literally damn. were screwed. And we just said, fuck it. Like, we're just going to stay in Michigan in quarantine. And uh, the safest place at the time to do it was Andy's sister's house, uh, Becky, uh, her and her boyfriend, Graham. Shout out to Becky and Graham. Uh, they hosted us for two and a half months. We quarantined there. Uh, had a good time, but it was still a little sketchy seeing that it was just a high populated area yeah. in Michigan. And it was really fucking weird. But, uh, yeah, lo and behold, two and a half months later, you know, we got the stimulus check and we were just like, you know what? At this point, we should probably try to go quarantine out in Montana before we start our jobs there just so we're in the area. You know, it's a safer place to be. As Kyle and Jared know, it's like literally the middle of fucking nowhere and there could be a safer yep. place to what be do you, in this What do you think right is now. the uh, like on the book population of St. Mary? Montana? Seven. It's got to be single like year round, year round. Yeah, seven people. Because it is technically a town. Like, what's the population? I'm pretty sure it's seven. I think it's It's like it's technically a village, and so would Bab has more people in it. No, yeah, yeah. closer to the border. I think it's like Dave. Uh, Andy, they're Babylonians. Babylonians (laughs) by the rivers of Babylon. That's the theme song. Dave's son, his girlfriend. Yeah. Dave is like basically yeah. Kips, uh, the Tim. population of Kips is yeah. the population Dave. of. Saint <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. 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 So yeah. like really, if you're in St. Mary, Montana, Kips is a right bar, now. By the way. Yeah, Kips is not just this house. Uh, it's not <laughs> no. a bar. 
you should go to. <laughs> Just don't. Not if you like things like, you know, safety yeah. or laws. Or glass. Or <laughs> not in your face. Someone wants to sell meth to you, and you're not really sure why. Yeah, there they or only have shot cups. Three-legged <laughs> wild dogs that will puke maggots on your There's feet. There's no glass in the bar. <laughs> Is that from experience, bud, or what are well, we talking here? Well, somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are now wondering, <laughs> listening, like, why the hell do these people go back to this yeah, place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that sounds awful. Like, we oh, love it. Oh, and I don't know if anybody's mentioned this yet, but this is on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Key factor. Well, hence the dogs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the legs missing. That, Which is a whole <laughs> other spectrum to this thing. Yeah, with, with the Blackfeet We could do, like, a 10-part podcast just on, like, our, res life. our experience is life. insane. The <laughs> res is. Yeah. It is a bizarre situation. Anyway, but. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we decided to go back out to Montana, and uh, we packed up at, in Lansing, and we headed west and realized the rest of the country was not taking any of this seriously after we left Michigan. It was Dude. creepy going through, like, Nebraska and shit. And I mean, it's to be fair to the rest of the country to an extent. It was strangely bad in Michigan compared to other states. Yes. Not as bad as New York is like an outlier for the whole earth. Yeah. yeah. No shit. But Michigan, but Michigan just got hit way too hard, yeah. way too yeah. fast. They were so overwhelmed. Crazy. Very bizarre. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was because people were protesting their rights with AKs. I mean, like. Oh, the people at the Capitol know, with yeah. the assault rifles and the masks who yeah, were like, you know, guys. oh, I got, Gretchen Whitmore's a bitch because I can't go get a haircut. And she's taking away my rights. By the way, how much riot police went to go knock those guys down? No. Just saying well anyway no it's no. easier when <laughs> when you have ak-47s on your chest that fucking cowardly police are less likely to come throw bricks at your head nah, nah, but nah. Any loser. anywho so we so we left and went out west and we came back to steamboat to get all of our shit that was in kyle and jared's garage and we packed mm -hmm. up the truck and we we're about to head north and this is the part in the movie that you'll see a thousand times and you'll <laughs> still say don't get on the plane don't or Go. fuck Neo, answer the goddamn phone. You know, like <laughs> that's the one thing where you're just like, they should have never left. Right. They yeah. should have never left, and we should have never left Steamboat. Yeah. Is what happened. Ned Stark stayed Winterfell. Yeah. Stay <laughs> exactly. You'll watch it a thousand times. You'll be like, don't go south. You know. But yeah. it is my duty. <laughs> what about honor? I, fuck your honor. Man, <laughs> I tried to convince people not to go to Montana. I was supposed to go. Yeah. You all did. There this summer. Oh and my I was god. Like, fuck that shit. Shit him out. No, well, you did the right route because what yeah. happened was so we we went up there to Montana and this was supposed to be our safe haven. We've had this road of weird quarantine mm -hmm. and COVID shit. Finally, we're in the safest place that we could be at our home doing what we love. Lo and behold, it was just a nightmare, and there was this small skeleton crew trying to do. Three months of work in about two and a half weeks at the hotel, at the at the lodge, yeah, trying to set all this shit up. Andy did not even have a crew. She was doing it all by herself because nobody showed up. This is also uh, a, a, a situation where, like, they were told, like, don't come yet in case they don't open and whatnot. Right. And the Some big people weren't even talked to in general. Right. They were supposed to check in for their jobs and HR is calling them like. Hey, where are you? And they're like, "What? Yeah. Can you be here in three days?" Email me or call well, me. Yeah, they're like, or "Why anything. the fuck would I go there?" I had yeah. a <laughs> I had a giant like lack of communication. I had to be the Huge. one to actually reach out. Oh, yeah, it was insane! Like, figure out what the fuck was going on. It was 
like well, it is kind of an horrible. incompetent uh, company in a lot of ways. The the big <laughs> the big rock on the shoulders with all this though is that our lodge operates on the Blackfeet Indian Reservation in Montana, one of the largest Indian reservations in the country. Mm-hmm. It's about it's over twice the size of Rhode Island. Yep, and <laughs> uh, during a. <laughs> pandemic like this seeing that they are technically a nation a sovereign nation nation. within a state within a country it's kind of a bizarre thing it It is is. oh it was set up back in the day and now they're now now it's it's actually illustrated shining like they're it's actually like oh okay so this is what they do when they want to yeah and Mm -hmm. there's nothing anyone can do about it this is what they're doing yeah so the blackfeet nation is basically for those listening cutting the world off uh they have banned tourism completely on the reservation they've Mm -hmm. closed the borders of the park into canada they don't want people staying they just want them passing through and if they close the roads they would they're taking this incredibly seriously and this well they should there i mean talk about the people most susceptible to COVID are like immune compromised people and the elderly which they are so dependent on their elders for their history too and the 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 blackfeet for multiple reasons and all kinds of random things that don't really matter they fit those categories way more than your average per capita. Yeah. So they're oh, like, you get sure, the man. fuck out of here. You yeah. know what I mean? I oh, no, they made when, the right decision. Even when, when we were coming back down here to Steamboat just a week ago, if you had out-of-state plates, you could not stop at gas stations or grocery stores in Browning. You'd be Damn. turned around at the door trying to walk in. So for us, like when we needed to go grocery shopping, we had to go all the way to Cut Bank, which oh, then shit. makes it an over an hour trip yeah, just to go to mm. get some What took me five minutes to go down the street and do today would have taken half a day to do because we're in the middle of nowhere during this crisis. Yeah. Like, it Damn. is really right. insane. And so you, you, you have to put yourself in our shoes working at this lodge on this reservation that the company can't open it without the reservation's permission, but at the same time, they're trying so hard to open. Now, I'm willing to look at the other side of the factor and realize that it is a corporation and if they have the chance oh, to make money they are going to money, yeah, yeah. They have there's to a lot do. of liability and a lot of things yeah. involved and i don't they blame them do, for sure, sure. Yeah. but it came to the point where us working there we love that place so much and we respect the blackfeet so much that we're like if they don't want us here and they don't want to open what the fuck are we, we don't want to be there yeah and yeah. if they do open i don't want to work for a company that makes that decision so fuck either no. way we were gonna leave at that point, but I just don't like the way that they went about it. And um, I know I'm not the first human on the planet to ever get laid off after years of hard work, but it just really was just the first time it's ever happened for Andy and I in a place that we love so goddamn much. It went from, like, I, I feel heartbroken to have to leave this place and that this is what things have come down to, to all of a sudden we're being laid off and, like, the worst way because of the way the company the handled it and given like here's three days to get the yeah. fuck out of here bye like you know just it's like there's no almost no respect behind it no either way whether no, it was we're just the, a number it went from yeah, like being it, exactly. heartbroken to now i'm just angry yeah like now i'm just pissed yep i mean yeah but that's fair i mean it, like you said it's a place it's a place that we all love i mean yeah. I'm sh- we all talk about it plenty enough and if that company is not willing to help out or not do anything i mean fuck it who cares right yeah that's kind of the what happened to us so we said screw it and um we came here yeah 
You guys got your own place right down the block? Yep. yep. It's fucking awesome. Uh, uh, I, if you asked Reed five years ago, how would you feel about living in Steamboat year-round? He'd be like, fuck that. You out of your oh, mind? Man. I love St. Mary to death. That was me five years we ago, all, too. Yeah. yeah. We were all on that boat. Yeah. We were all on the anti-steamboat. And now we're all now in we're all the, the boat. boat. In the boat. I got my flippy floppies. Also, though, 21, you know, even 22-year-old version of any of us wouldn't have saved up enough money to even make it through COVID if you were homeless and didn't have a job and didn't have unemployment coming through. Yeah, I would have Like, we would have all just been, so like, so irresponsible. We were just so irresponsible back oh, then. Oh, yeah, yeah, for I'm sure. S- still kind of irresponsible. <laughs> <laughs> Gotten better, but yeah, fucking 21, 22-year-old. College <laughs> us? God, oh, no, God. Yeah. no way. I, can't, I wish Jesus I knew Christ. you guys in college. <laughs> I wish I knew you guys in college. I was way dumber. Things were a lot different back then. <laughs> yes, a way? lot different. Way. All right. Way dumber. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I know you're probably thinking, like, Kyle, how do you get lower than zero? But exactly. Yeah. Well, our drinking team had a rugby problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Steamboat. It's just a drinking town with a ski problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'll take that it. I'll edge. take it over the over the lodge on the res. Yeah. It's just way less. The the res. You know, as much as like I've had mostly positive experiences with like the Blackfeet and everything that comes with it, uh, it does carry a lot of just like complications. It does. And yeah. it'll turn you hard really quick when yeah. you spend a lot of time there. Yeah. Like my my job being the grounds manager made it so that we spent seven months of our year there. Yeah. Like minimum. Yeah, you guys were there a long time. Yeah. Compared so to, what, three and a half months for the rest of us? For normal people, maybe four months. Maybe four. Yeah, yeah usually, on and I usually and do four, crew. but yeah. 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 So, like, so uh, when, when we would be there normally, like, you get there before anybody's there, even the location manager, you know? Yeah. And, and then... You'll watch everybody come that you're going to work with, and mm-hmm. then you watch them all go, and then and it's then back to desolate nothingness. But nothing, it's rewarding. No but it's really rewarding, but yeah. it will turn you hard, though. Like, it'll, you you could become very unpleasant. Resilient and, you know, have a lot of anxiety, yeah. too, in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I'd, I'd be so fucked if I was up there alone like that. Seriously, I mean, some shining oh, no. shit. Even, yeah. well, like, Legit even here, shining. even here during mud season, like, when I was, when I was here living at the ponds and it was mud season, I was, it was literally me in my apartment and like you, everyone, you guys were already gone. Yeah. Pretty much everyone was gone. And I was just kind of sitting there with my thumb in my ass in this shitty apartment. I was like, I don't fucking have anything to do. Yeah. And like, you know, we're all pretty social people for me. If I don't have anyone to socialize with, I'm fucked. Yeah. I am so fucked. Yeah. It's needed. We we're, we're cursed now because we just had the greatest group of people for years in St. Mary and now we're just fighting to get it back. It's like the first time smoking crack. <laughs> and, and you'll I remember ne- my first. And yeah. you'll never. Like, g- and you'll all recall. you're doing is chasing that first hit of crack. Yeah, of course. Correct. Only there's like grizzly bears and shit, and like mountain lions. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> meth heads. A lot yes. of meth heads. A lot of meth. Oh, they, we have those here. They're and it's called Craig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Craigers. But yeah, so it, it was um we've like I said, we've had a crazy, crazy uh five months. All in all, we have moved eight times the past f- three and a half or four months. Um I I I've uh 
spread the gospel of seasonal work for years and years of how oh, yeah. rewarding it is and how great it is. You get to see so many awesome places and meet amazing people. It's a lot of fun. You get to travel. This is the first time in our lives Andy and I just said, I'm done for now. I need a break. I need yeah. to sit. I, I can't move anymore. It's so mentally exhausting. When you go for like four months straight where you're like you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't know where you're at, like where you are. Yeah. Or what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Well, so do you think part of that a being like the pandemic and how shit was handled? Do you think another part of that maybe is just getting older or and like wanting to actually be able to just put your stuff in one place for a while? We have we have aspirations and. Dreams yeah. that w- and things that we want to do with our lives and mm-hmm. how we want to make our retirement and things like that. But at like up until this, there's been nothing stopping us from going back to St. Mary. Even even watching friends get um like fired or friends yeah. quit and things like that, we're like, well, kind of like COVID hasn't affected me yet, so I'm fine, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> And up until now, like nothing was going to keep us from going back there. Right. No, she she's absolutely right. Um, when it comes down to it, Andy and I had um, to explain to people we had some pretty solid gigs there. I was the uh, retail manager of a camp store, and Andy was the groundskeeping manager for the whole property. And one of the benefits of it is not only do you have a healthy manager salary, but as you guys know, you get free Three living. Thousand. You get free rent Mm -hmm. living there as a manager. So every year, it's just like, unless something better comes up or I can find free rent and this kind of stuff somewhere else, I can't see a reason to change our jobs. Not to mention, we're in the greatest place on earth with the most awesome people on earth. Yeah, for sure. So she's right that there wasn't going to be a whole lot that was going to tear us away from this until... COVID just looked at us and said, no, you are going to change something now. Yeah. Yeah. You are yeah. going to sit. Mm-hmm. You you know, and all of a sudden we're like, fuck it. Like, we could do this. We could do that. We could try to go to Whitefish. We can go back to Michigan. We could <laughs> We could be doing Either a lot way, of things. We're like, no. Time to start like, making moves and yeah. not not just be trapped and grounded to one spot. Like For sure. And we said, fuck it. Like, why not just we're going to go back to Steamboat. And I'm going to be able to do – I'm going to be able to write comedy with the greatest people that I could think of to ever do it. You're going to – Andy's going to start investing her time in a career that was, like, meant for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, growing and cultivating weed. And yeah. uh, I'm going to get a job doing something. And, uh, yeah, like you guys said, we'll have space to work on things. We can get a dog. Mm-hmm. I don't have to save up for a big fucking move twice a year that yes oh my god like stability it's gonna be yeah Yeah. i'm really looking forward to it for a change uh Mm -hmm. for all i know in a year from now i'm gonna miss glacier to death i have no idea of course so far man (laughs) (laughs) this is pretty nice we have at least for me like i haven't thought twice about my decision since i mentally made the decision that to come back to yeah to come back here and Sign a year-long lease and just chill. not make the treacherous winter drive in March to mm-hmm. Montana. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> well, so what do you uh, – or is there a way we can kind of throw it into a sentence or a couple sentences? What 
What do you think the moral of all of this is? The moral of the story. I feel like we need a jingle when we come to this point. Yeah, right? The moral of the story. That's not, that's not a jingle. That's, <laughs> that's fucking Satan. Hail Satan. That's like if Satan, you know how like you can armpit fart? When he tries to do that, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> exactly. It probably sounds like atomic bombs when he does armpit farts. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. It I bet sounds fireballs like, come out too. Sounds like Hitler landing on a thousand pineapples. Uh, <laughs> going in sideways. Ah! Spikes up. Nine nine. <laughs> nine nine nine. Yes. Uh yeah, what do you what do you think we can pull out for the listeners? Don't leave Steamboat. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Just don't leave. Stay where you are. Don't. It's not a curse. It's a good thing. <laughs> don't put all of your Eggs and in one basket. In one basket, yeah. Dude, that might have <laughs> got picked up by the mic. Oh, it mic. did. We're keeping that. In. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, that was gross. That was the one fart that yeah, wasn't. Yeah, that mine. wasn't his ass. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just gonna drop a few out and be no, like, "Who's Reed? Don't, don't do that. You're <laughs> no, you're not having any sound with these today, but it's just pure smell. It's silent and fucking lethal. Great. Anyways, we're getting away from the point though. Like, the I, I get, I could tell you right now. Um. Not only with our specific situation that Andy and I had to deal with this summer, but just everybody right now in general, I think this is gonna all of this is gonna be a really good reminder that it doesn't help it doesn't hurt to have a plan A, B, C, D, and E. Yes. No matter what. It's called adulting. Because COVID don't give a fuck. Yeah, COVID about doesn't you care if you're black your or white. Or anybody. <laughs> so basically just uh Keep your options open. And wear a mask. And know yeah. when it's time to move on is a big one. Too. Yeah. And yeah, move on when. Know when it's time ha- to cut ties. Yeah, yeah. have options and know when, know when to move on to the next adventure. Yeah. And it's hard. It's It was unfathomable to think that we'd leave St. Mary. I mean, uh, I thought w- I was going to go there for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. It, it It's just like a perfect place. And you get so used to it that, yeah, you become like part of the rocks there all of a sudden. Yeah. And, you know, it's the off season. So you think it's your be- house. Like that's probably yeah. because we did a lot of acid. There. <laughs> you, we did become rocks at one point. That John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> hey, man, from the SS Rock, he fucking was. <laughs> can we can we side note for a second? Yeah, can we yeah, side we can note for a second? Oh my god, the four of us. This is so coincidental. That was fucking. That was obscure reference. The the SS Rock, and we were on yeah. Pride Rock. Yeah. Me and Durs were. So yeah, we so were, the we so were the four the, rock. <laughs> <laughs> the four of us ate mushrooms up on this great beautiful knoll called the Bleachers that looks over the St. Mary just Valley. It's so just best view. the most beautiful oh view in the Such world. And we ate mushrooms on this night, and it was like a bit foggy with like the moonlight. And I pointed it out, and I was just like, oh, you know, like you can't exactly see the mountains, but that wisp of. Uh, you know, gray clouds. It's it just so beautiful still at the same time. Yeah. You can't see the mountains, but it's still really cool. And there was like a small pause. Yeah, and I, I just <laughs> piped up at one point. That John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just all pissed ourselves. I'm pretty sure I probably did <laughs> pee a little bit. I remember my knees buckled a little, and I almost lost my footing. Like I Standing was, on the SS rock. Yeah, I was almost <laughs> laughing so hard I lost my footing. Yes. There were two rocks, and we sat on them, and we named them. <laughs> that was what we did. Well, not children. I like As how adults. <laughs> you two, like Kyle and Andy, came up with Pride Rock, which Pride is, Rock, you know, yeah. of course. Okay. And then I remember I was just like, I'm on SS Rock, bitch. Like, <laughs> the shittiest name for a rock, by the way. Not no like, one's, no not one's like, sailing a rock. 
No one sells a Balboa. What? Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one sells a Dwayne Johnson. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the brick? The br- Dwayne the brick Johnson? <laughs> oh, my God. And that night ended with us uh, sitting in the Jeep with the pitter-patter of the rain, oh, listening yeah. to explosions in the sky in I the dark. I can feel the raindrops like through the window. Oh, my That's God. That's how fucking that. trippy I was. I remember that very well. Like, that oh. was such a special night. Like, I remember the next day seeing Jared, and he's like, what's up, dude? I was like, can I just have a hug? You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. man. Like, that was such a beautiful night. <laughs> fucking love it. I was 19 years old, man. That was my first summer. That was... That was like a, a very movie moment. Oh, yeah. Mm. Where it was just like, this is, yeah, this is what life is now. The St. Mary I'm movie in. coming soon. Yeah, right. It's yeah. in the works. I do I do have a, a little bit of a storyline right now. It's kind of s- shitty at the moment, but. For like mockumentary? No, I have like my own kind of thing I'm writing. It's more or less just to write it. It's not anything big. But is it like Point Break, but with bears? No, it's a shitty love story. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna actually write another. Are they lesbians? No. Oh bummer. I mean, if, if I grew <laughs> my hair out long enough, Christ. I guess. No, I'm gonna write another version of it where it's not anything to do with a love story, and then like kind of pick apart from each one and multiple narratives. Yeah. Sure. Figure it out. But yeah. So Anyways. yeah, that's the moral of, of the story. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> wait, what did we say it was? It was. Uh, have a backup plan. Have yeah. a backup and, plan. Uh, know when to move on. Yes. yes. Exactly. And wear your mask. Your in the basket. Yeah, just wear a mask, and, guys. And it's invest in gold and Bitcoin. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, we learned a lot Trust about Robin Hood over quarantine. Trust me. <laughs> Inflation is coming, and it's going to ruin all the money in your bank account. Anyways. There you go. <laughs> so. And don't leave Steamboat. Don't you see about this? <laughs> the Yampa Valley. Ever. Ever. You will never leave this place. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think that's a, a pretty solid place to kind of cut this off. Do you guys um, have any parting words? Anything Steamboat else you want? Yeah, Andy, you got, you got a new <laughs> album coming out? Yeah, what's your plug? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called Suck Dicks, Motherfucker. Hey. Yeah, it's a, it, a lot of flute in it, right? Yeah. Flute. Flute and uh, harp. What's the, the big Ma- drum that? <laughs> jaw harp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Lots of jaw Perfect. jaw harp. Jaw harp and skin flute. Oh, suck dicks. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. We'll I swear it's going to be written on her fucking gravestone. Here lies Andrea May Valmonte. Suck dicks, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> There's just two fingers coming out of the ground. Born in Flint. <laughs> Died. Who cares? <laughs> Born Quote, in Flint. Drink this water, bitch. <laughs> Andrea Belmonte. Reed, Reed told me that uh, when anyone asks me why my first tattoo happened when I was 12 years old anymore, that I should just tell them my parents made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Flint. Right. I'm from Flint. They're I'm like, do it. I don't want to uh, do it. Okay, She's like, you know okay. why cattle have brands? A lot like that. <laughs> <laughs> they made me drink the water. I don't want to be in a gang. Like, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make spark plugs, so you're going to drink this shit water. <laughs> That sounds legit. Unless you want to move to China, you loser. You're going to burn these tires and help our economy. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Oh, God. Uh, Anyways, guys, I think that's uh, that's a good way or a good place to plug it up. Cool. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you guys for being on. Thank you, Kyle, for co-hosting. Always. Randy Belmonte, the the one-piece name. 
Oh, it's peace. <laughs> Thank you for being what on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being on the show, guys. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. Thank you, Jerry. We love you. All right. Yeah, buddy. Uh, look out for some more episodes, guys, coming up. We'll have them out. Thank you. Yeah. Meow. Meow. Bitch. <laughs> How long was that? That was 45 to start. 40 minutes. Oh, damn. Not Perfect. bad.